Let's get it. Welcome to another episode of Grizz Talk. I'm your host, Jack Hampton. This is my co-host, Cooper Neal. What's up? What's up, Coop? How you doing, my guy? As always, surviving and thriving, and it is officially the start of Grizz season. Training camp has started. Media day was Monday. Preseason starts Friday. And we played Paulo Bancaro on Monday. Uh We're going to talk about it all. We have five takeaways from media day as well. Let's start there, man. Media day was full of storylines for our Memphis Grizzlies. And my God, I am so excited to get into all of it. Do you have one big takeaway? Or like, what was your first thing that came to mind whenever you you saw uh, media day? So, obviously, the biggest question of media day, something that we've talked about a lot. Hell yeah. When will Trip be back? Uh, I'm not going to hit on that one first. The one that was kind of shocking to me uh, was listening to Desmond Bain talk about how bad that back injury was. I don't know if you yes, listened to that. Yes, I did see that. That's hearing him story. talk about how bad that injury actually was was kind of scary. I was like, how the he hell couldn't did you sit, play? He couldn't sit at a dining table. Yeah. He had to have help getting out of a chair. It was The fact that he played was – like my respect for Desmond Bain is obviously pretty high, but it went up. Just hearing how that how bad that injury it happened was. in what like the second quarter of game one game I believe one, yeah. and he played and trucked through it all through it, yeah. and he said he spent two weeks away from a basketball did not play any and then three weeks after the season had ended and we were eliminated by the Warriors he went out and just tried to slow his way back into training his back flared up that's when he really knew to himself he's like I shouldn't have played at all in that Warriors yep. series. Yep, so that was probably one of the biggest things that stood out, but I love this team. I think they're super fun. Everybody fits in with each other. Exactly. It's super fun. So uh, I'm definitely ready to hear what your thoughts were. My my first thought, I wanted that, that Jaron answer. We really didn't get one, though. There was no you know timeline laid out or anything, but it all seemed like positive vibes. He was walking around, no boot, no scooter, nothing. I mean, he seems to be on his way to be back well within this year and well before Christmas, I hope. And I hope your prediction is more right than mine. What are you feeling again for Jaron? It's going to be probably like November 10th. I'm still feeling about December 10th. That's fair. Okay. Did I, you see what he posted, though? Yeah, everybody he said kept, soon. Yeah, everybody kept saying, still the same timeline. Like, that was always the answer. Same, Nothing's changed. Like, that was always their nonchalant answer. And he posts on something. He goes, I'll be back soon. <laughs> That's what pissed me off. Everyone was like, nothing's changed. Yeah. I was like, you guys have never given us a timeline to begin with. <laughs> it's, I Honestly, for me, I think it's one of the things where they're like, we don't want to give y'all, he's going to be back by Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Or he's going to be back like Christmas. And then, he, oh, it's not going to be Christmas. It's going to be MLK Day. Oh, it's going to be this. Like They did that with the meniscus, and it kept going being pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. So I think they're, they're like, we'd rather y'all be expecting – January and get them in November and be happy about it as opposed to we tell you it's November and then it's December and then it's January like we had told you on the get-go and then you're like mad about it because we kept mm-hmm. telling you it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it's gonna happen I think that's kind of the route where they're going with this one instead of the previous one absolutely let's move into our great young general manager he answered a lot of questions for us um, we're going to be pulling a lot of things from J- Jacob Ellerby's article from BillStreetBears.com. Shout out him. He had five takeaways from this media day, which are all fantastic. The first one being, Zach Kleiman came out and said that Danny Green's here to stay. Yep. That is big. He said Danny Green is part of this group. And also, to me, an even bigger statement within that is there are three guys that are eligible for contract extensions right now. He addressed all three of them and saying that Brandon Clark, Dylan Brooks, and Steven Adams are long-term pieces 
of this group. Oh, I did not hear that. I didn't either until I read this. <laughs> this is absolutely crazy. Because I read the headline of Danny Green, and now as I'm looking at it, the fact that should be a headline in my opinion. Yeah. Because all three of them, Brandon Clark, we had questioned the contract extension. Yeah. It looks like that's going to happen. DB, probably going to happen. Essay, honestly, I was always in favor of Steven Adams because – you know, you and I hated the Valentino trade, and then we saw the result. Yeah. 56 wins. Yeah. Essay was not the sole reason, but he's the perfect guy. Yeah. And, I mean, I've been sitting here all along, and it's not like I want to trade Brandon Clark, but it's one of those things where I'm like, did they was, value yeah. him long term? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was always one of those things that I questioned. I always thought they might have held off on the DB and Steven because they wanted them to kind of hit the open market and then bring them back on a little bit of a team-friendly deal as opposed to having to pay them. Uh, whatever they have to be within a certain million per year, mm. according to what they were on this previous contract, I think is how it goes. Uh, but I mean, it's pretty awesome to hear him say that. And normally he keeps things pretty close to the vest. So if he's out there saying that, that that means it's probably around the corner. Absolutely. And I I think Dylan Brooks will probably be later. But I think that kind of means hey, unless you absolutely actually play, blow, yeah, yeah, blow up yourself, we're not trading you at the deadline. Steven Adams, same with you, my guy. But Danny Green, that was a considerable question answered. Absolutely, for sure. Um, let's go into Jacob. Another t- takeaway he had is Kennedy Chandler's likely to see some playing time in the G League. This was something we expected, yeah. however. Well, we, we, we thought about this all the time when we, we were posing the question, will he embrace the G League? Mm-hmm. Um I know Kennedy's been getting better this offseason. He's beginning to play with Ja, Tyus, soaking up the information that he can from those two veteran guards in this league. He's obviously played really well in summer league defensively. The shot was not there. Inconsistent. Um, it was very inconsistent. Steals were there. Oh. Steals and the stocks. The reason the Grizzlies drafted the four guys they drafted were for the stocks. They all averaged, I think, two-plus rebounds and shot over 35% from three. Go into the G League take care of business. It's not a bad thing Mm -mm. to be down there. Ask John Conchar, a guy who literally just got his contract uh, and apparently got a sleeve. Uh, Mm. I'm ready to see that come this Shout out the Jitty sleeve. Yeah, shout out And shout out his tattoo artist, Sparrow. (laughs) I absolutely love John Conchar. If you have not tapped into Chris Vernon's interview with him, John Morant, Kennedy Chandler, I know as a fellow guy covering the Grizzlies, I'm promoting somebody else's shit, but Chris Vernon's the one who inspired me to do this shit, man. Facts. Y'all have to tap into his stuff. But speaking of you talking, you know, ask Conchar about the G League, Kennedy spoke about this. He was asked about it. He goes, if I get sent down to play for the hustle, I can take it that as an advantage and get reps in, honestly. I'm excited. There's nothing wrong with playing down there. Santis told me about how that went for him, and look at him now. He's had a great summer league, and he's just getting better and better. So, go. Kennedy, you know, the, the talk has been – can he embrace being in this uh, some, or G League, playing in South Haven after just winning an SEC tournament, playing in the NCAA tournament in front of millions of people? Now you're going to be playing in South Haven with 25 people in the crowd. Can you be humble enough to accept that? I think he can. But naturally, you and I will be one of those two people in the crowd. So yeah, That's because you <laughs> and I are nerds, and we love it. Exactly, and I just want to go hear John Rose call the game. I think that's going to be funny as hell. <laughs> you're going to be able to hear it. You yeah. just want to sit back and hear yeah, just, just Yeah, literally, that's all I want to do. But – he had, that's the right answer. Yeah. Kennedy came with the right answers. Kennedy has a sharp head on his shoulders, and I was happy to listen to him in some of his interviews today. Um, embrace the G League. Go out there, shine. Be the best player on the court. Yes. If you're the best player on the court, they can't deny you the minutes in the league. Mm. 
Because his defense is NBA ready. His offense is nowhere near that. For me, Kennedy's going to have to develop something that was not there really in college ball, and that is a floater. He needs to get with Tyus. He talked about <laughs> studying sounds. film on how Tyus got his shots. That his, That is going to be his best friend, in my opinion, on the team because Tyus and him, although Kennedy's a lot more athletic, Tyus has had that longevity in the career, being a knockdown shooter and also getting to that float game and the assist-to-turnover ratio as a backup point guard. That's, That's what you want to have, man. Exactly. Um, let's get into another takeaway, and that is why Tyus Jones decided to re-sign with the Memphis Grizzlies. And he says, for me coming back here, it was about comfort. With the coach, staff, my teammates, the system, he's looking forward to continuing his quest here. I'm just glad he came back. I, I mean, let's too. be honest. We did not see that shit coming. No, because really we saw, we thought after taking, you know, possibly taking Kennedy Chandler, I just I, I didn't think he was coming back. I really thought he was going to be the Timberwolves starting too. point guard. And I would have screamed because he's from Minnesota, right? Yeah. It would have made sense, but glad he stayed. Yes. Very But very shout out the fact that but Trey Jones might be starting for the Spurs. I know this is Gridley podcast, but that's how bad that team is. <laughs> hey, they're in our division. Think yeah. of our division right now, outside of the Pelicans. Pelicans are gonna be fantastic, right? Yeah. B I Jonas Valanciunas. And much less Zion Williamson and CJ in a pick and roll. You and I've st- I, I keep saying it, man. CJ yeah, go and hit Zion up, go hit pick up, and roll. Go hit up another one. Go go hit up our uh, – we ranked every team in the Western Conference. Make sure to tap into that. Grizzlies fans, if you're also football and NBA fans at large, be sure to hit, hit up our Hampton Sports Podcast. Anyways, done with the plugs, man. Steven Adams says his starting spot is not guaranteed. That was another takeaway. He was asked – it was kind of a funny video um, – <laughs> He was like, I don't know, mate. Am I starting on this team? I'll have a better feel on it. You know, in training camp, it was kind of half-jokingly, but it could be a possibility with the way the Minnesota series went. Yeah. He was benched. Xavier Tillman, I don't think he's going to be benched, but I think he does start on this basketball team. However, it would make sense, right, because you can't start Brandon Clark next to him. If you want yeah. to start BC at that five and go small, you know, or BC next to Xavier Tillman, Xavier Tillman can knock down a three. Apparently, SA can now, too, though. SA will not be knocking down the Hey, I saw that video. I'm sticking to it. But I've seen Ben Simmons do it. Hey, thank, you, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank okay. you. I also saw Markel Fultz do that every year in the league, too. Sorry to do the Markel Fultz thing. I wish he didn't get injured again. I hope he gets better soon. Uh, Steven Adams will start for this team. Please. Please let him start for this team. He says pick you for that to, man. You need to watch that video, dude. It's I'll watch shit. it. But he says, pick for, he says picks for jaw that nobody else in this world can. Like, mm-hmm. he's Jaws' bodyguard. You can't have Jaws' bodyguard sitting on the pine. Shout out Tony Bradley. Ask him how that went. <clears throat> picked him up. And I was at that game. You remember? Does, that stadium went, was electric yes. after he picked up Tony Bradley. Because, like, everybody's laughing about it Bro, after that. How cool was it listening to Conchar talk about that 17-rebound game and you and I were 10 rows up? Oh, I know, dog. That shit was Freaking so awesome. Lit. That shit was so lit. Um, the final takeaway. Apparently, Dylan Brooks is ready to do whatever our Grizzlies need. I have heard this year in and year out. Will this finally be the year? Everybody was at an all-time low in the playoffs with Dylan Brooks, and now I feel like they're at an all-time high somehow. I I think the Dylan Brooks love has been way overblown. I have said that he's important. We need to keep him for his defensive ability, but I'm not to the point where he's just going to resurrect his career as some sort of playmaking wing that he's not going to be. And this is what DB said. Guys know every single night when they see me, it's going to be really tough for them. 
I'm going to use all six of my fouls. Everybody knows when they play the Memphis Grizzlies, it's going to be a dog fight. And Hell I got yeah. all my dogs with me. Hell yeah, you do. I, love I will stand for no DB slander, so do not bring it here. Uh, okay, to, I was not slandering. I'm, a, I'm, not, I'm not coming for you. Okay, I'm coming for all the other folks that slander showing my love, boy, man. DB. It's all love right uh, This team would not be the same without Dylan Brooks. Unless we go and get Jay Crowder, then it then it'd be all right. But I really want Jay Crowder, by Would the way. you do that straight up? Nah, we we would need like a pick or something to come back with that. Uh, I agree. I think we need a first rounder for show. <laughs> uh, first rounder, but maybe like a second rounder. So you you trade Dylan Brooks for a Jay Crowder and a second rounder? I just feel like you they're not going to give you a first round pick for Dylan Brooks, especially since they're already saying they're outside of the defense. So I, I feel like Jay Crowder replaces the defense and more. He's more switchable on the offensive end. We have no shot creators on this team. Zaire is not that yet. I don't care yeah. what anybody says. No, that's that's valid, but I just don't think. The fact that Phoenix has already said they're starting what's his name, I don't think that they would trade for somebody that they would have to like start above him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think they would do that. I don't have to give would. up a first round pick for him. But no, would. I would love to go get him. I would love to go get Jay Crowder. Maybe they cut him and just we just go pick, pick him up. <laughs> I don't think they do that, but I'd love to have Jay Crowder on this team again. I would too. Shout out Jay Crowder. I would love to have Jay Crowder. But however, his problem in Phoenix was him not being able to start. Yeah. So you're gonna start on the same with Jaron out. He obviously would slide yeah, right into four. the four. Yeah, but I mean that's gonna be only what a month, two months at top. So I just don't know if Jay Crowder like is he gonna be happy here that yeah. he's not starting. True. And I just it's think it's he, he, young guys in front of him. Exactly. I just think he loves this team, so I think he'd be fine with that. Uh, I'm also gonna pull something from ESPN just while we're on the conversation because I'm done with Jacob's article. Shout out Jacob Ellerby, man, who killed that ish. Yeah. Uh, ESPN. Uh, the final thing for the Grizzlies, what to watch. The bench and the final roster spots. So we've hit on the bench a lot. Um, we love John Conchar. We think he fills in that role with DeAnthony Melton, or losing DeAnthony Melton. They currently, this is who they have projected depth chart. Okay. John Moran at the one, Desmond Bain at the two, Dylan Brooks at the three. They have Brandon Clark at the four and Steven Adams at the five. I hate it. We, we have talked agnosium about the fact that they will not do that. Like that, there's no way they kill Pull the spacing the on the team. Pull the splits between yeah. BC and SA, man, and tell me if you would. It won't be. I good. promise, if you look at the numbers, y'all, you would not. And so I have to ask again because we just mentioned Stephen Adams maybe not starting. Give me your starting lineup. Once again, it has not changed. Ja Morant obviously at the number one. Desmond Bain at the number two. Dylan Brooks at the number three to be able to guard the best player. You know, i.e. Kawhi Leonard. I.e. LeBron James, anybody you want to put there, even Steph Curry. At that four spot, I think we can hide Zaire at the four. He has proven that he can have great numbers with this starting unit. Yeah. You put him at the four, it doesn't mean he's going to be playing on the block anymore. Fours don't play on the fucking block anymore no, to begin with. We don't have a bunch of Tim Duncans and David Robinsons running around the league anymore. I think Zaire can be at the four Keep Steven Adams, the garbage man, at the five. Have BC, have that energy guy coming off your bench. Yep. I love that. And possibly go out and get Jordan Clarkson to come off the bench as well. We won't get into that. But I, I'm I'm more on the Jordan Clarkson train now. But I don't want to I don't I wanna know what we have to give up. Can we can we can we agree on that? I don't know what we have to give up to get Jordan Clarkson. That's what scares me more than anything else. Would you give up Brandon Clark? No. I would. No, you would not. Stop it. 
Stop it. We don't. We only slander Kentucky on this week. We do I not would, slander I would the not give up Zaire Williams. I would give up Brandon no, Clark. We, this we, is a celebratory thing. I, I did not want to talk about this today. I'm a loyal Memphis Grizzlies guy. I don't want to trade any of these guys. I'm fine on, with the roster on, right on, now. Hold on, hold on. Why are we giving up two better players than Jordan Clarkson for Jordan Clarkson? We're not giving up both of them. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Why are you giving up any of them? I'd give up picks. They just want picks. <laughs> you cannot tell me that Brandon Clark fits better next to John Morant than Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, I can. He does not. Jordan Clarkson doesn't pass the ball. We've already established this today. We don't need – Brandon Clark no, no. doesn't either. But Brandon Clark kept lobs. Does Jordan Clarkson go out there and catch a lob after he picks? Bro. Thank you. Are we talking about lobs right now? Yes. But I'm going to get you to my starting lineup because we're just not going to get in this argument. It's not working. Who this is, is scoring off our bench right now? Brandon Clark. John Conchar. Okay, pull Brandon Clark's second-year numbers. Brandon Clark was absolutely magnificent in his first and last year, his third year. Next to Steven Adams without Jaron Jackson, if Jaron keeps having injury trouble, foul trouble, BC is not going to excel like he is. No, I understand. We He's... need spacing around Ja. Ja led the league in paint points for a reason. That's because Jaron Jackson played the entirety of the season. Brandon Clark was able to be pick-and-roll game. We will miss him there. But we need a heater off the bench. Jordan Clarks allows us to not have you know, Dylan Brooks taking 25 shots a game. That's what it allows us to do. Ja also averaged eight assists. Yes. A lot of those are lobs to Brandon Clark. A lot of those will be kick-out threes to Jordan Clarkson. No. Yes. No. He's a six-man of the year. We're talking about this guy like he's just, you know, some, you know, 48-year-old Jamal Crawford. Look at the look at the season. The entire roster sucked. Donovan had a down year. Rudy Gobert didn't win Defensive Player of the Year. Mike Conley, Mike Conley, as much as I love MC, did not have a good year. Yes, that entire team was not good next last year. They were still fifth seed. Okay, Jordan Clarkson was. He was still a six man of the year. Not last year. Two years ago. Yes, two years removed. We're we're gonna trade away Brandon Clark for a two years removed Jordan Clarkson. Literally, Jordan Clarkson has the same numbers as Tyler Hero, and everybody would do this for Tyler Hero. I would definitely do it for Tyler Hero because he's young and he would fit this culture. You're acting like Jordan Clarkson's 35 years old. He's, he's older. Well, he's what? He's no older than 27 years old. Okay. We're going to find out right now if my search bar opens. What is Brandon Clark's ceiling? Have we already seen it? I, I hate so. to be doing this right now. I really do. Because I don't want to trade he's Brandon 30. Clark. And he's not the veteran you go seek. I recant my argument. Are you done? Do I win? Yeah. The shame I have right now. I know. On this YouTube channel. You've lost twice. This shit has my name on on it, But the fact that you've lost twice today rooting for Jordan Clarkson. And I've lost so many Grizzlies fans' souls (laughs) because I've been arguing to trade Brandon Clark. For a player I thought was massively younger than they were. I promise y'all I do my research. Hold on. Six four. By the way, last week when Cooper's looking this up, I did uh, my article for Bill Street okay. Bears did release. Uh, it was about three players that play that will get more playing time this year for the Memphis Grizzlies. Guess them in the comments, or you can just tap in and look because I promise you, all three of these players will get more time. One of them was mentioned in John Conchar, Judy for the city, baby. Also, we were wrong on their heights earlier. Jordan Clark's only six four, and Colin Sexton six two. For those of you that don't know, in our Hampton Sports podcast, we got another Jordan Clarkson argument. This time it was Colin Sexton. But I was right on that one, too. So just Did for you trade Colin Sexton for Brandon Clark? Hell yeah, I would. You're drunk as hell. 
how we all right don't sorry i i won every argument we've had when we get into the conversation of context you didn't win the arkansas argument <laughs> arkansas over bama you're so full of shit Continue. i am full of shit but no nah, that's all i got uh so also, you trade colin sexton for brandon clark i probably would i, I could see they that would. i don't I think they would, would though I didn't know Jordan Clarkson was 30 years old. Does it not feel like he was just with the Lakers at like 18? I don't even remember with the Lakers, if I'm being completely honest with you. He was there when Kobe and then. Oh, okay. Kobe last year. I Shout think, out I think Kobe. think was his rookie year. Um, but the last thing they said, they give, a little, they give some dates to look out for, so I'm going to throw them out to you so that we can have them. By the way, those of you that disagree with me, please get at me. Tear me apart in the comments. I promise I will reply to everyone. Well, I think we're in agreement on this statement, so I'm not going to like hover over it too much. But the Grizzlies currently have 16 contracts and will have to waive or trade a player by October 17th. Do we agree that that's probably going to be Killian Tilly? Yes, Sadly. I agree. Do you think this is a – as we stand here, we're recording this on September 27th. Do you think that this roster will look the same at the end of the year? No trades at the deadline, nothing. I'm going to go no. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to go yes. I, th- I think it will look a little different. I don't know what that is, but I'm not going to say no because you never know what's going to happen in the, in the season. Right. Um, but uh, obviously it's going to look different than what it does like now because someone will have to be cut or traded before October 17th, like they said. Because <laughs> um, we have 16. Yeah, I'm I think not, it's, it's going to be killing you know, In the bench, um, KT. But, uh, I mean, I, I have no clue. Uh, but I will also note that October 17th is the last day we have to waive or trade a player, and it's also the last day to extend Brandon Clark's contract. Interesting. So we could possibly see. I think it's coming Brandon. down the pipe, man. I think you think? Okay. And I have no problem with it. No, no, BC is a great fit with John Morant. Okay. I just thought, you know, so we came if Jordan circle. Clarkson was 25 years old, I think that would But we came full circle right here. So yeah, you well, agree with me now. We did come full okay, circle. Good. good. We did come full circle. Now I really want to win an argument. Now also, uh, October 31st is the deadline to exercise the third-year team option for Zaire Williams. They do that, don't they? Happy Halloween, Zaire. And then also the same day is the fourth-year team options for Desmond Bain and Santi Aldama. Saucy Santi. Happy Halloween. Trick or tweet. <laughs> Santi and Desmond Bain. Thanks. Do you think Santi plays more this year? Uh, he... Well, to completely give away my article, yes. All right, so I had him, I have him starting minutes. over that year. By the way, you're okay. That's not in the article, but okay. Okay, you don't think they give him a shot? Not at all. I, unless he plays out of his mind off the bench. This all right? I, think I, I this, agree. Right away, even though it's only a second year, I feel this is a make or break year for him. That's fair because you have four rookies coming down the hatch. Nipping at his heels. Even though they Kennedy doesn't play the same position, he's going to be fighting for minutes. Jake LaRavio is going to be fighting for minutes. And we know damn well that David Roddy's most NBA-ready out of all four of the rookies. Vince Williams could sneak in there as well. So Yeah, absolutely. I love Jaws' uh, nicknames for everybody, too. Did you hear him? Nah. So, uh, LaRavia, sniper. Oh, yeah. Uh, David Roddy, uh, what do you call him? Muscle bruiser, bruiser. Uh, Vince Williams was also a sniper, of, or no, no smiley, smiley, smiley. smiley. Uh, and then Kennedy Chandler was broski because them they've been yeah, boys for a while. Yeah, uh, nice. everybody go plug in to all these interviews, it was awesome, absolutely incredible. Shout uh, out Grind City Media, man, they did a fantastic facts. job, they did an incredible job covering it. Uh, you can hire us, also, please. Uh, <laughs> I will quit my job today. Um, but uh, this just starts the season. So this is just the beginning, everybody. Um, 
like you said, preseason starts. I don't know how much you're gonna be watching preseason, but I'm probably gonna be watching Shit, preseason. Dude, Paulo Bancaro coming to the M on Monday. We gonna be there? You wanna go? Dude, Can we get in? We, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get tickets. Honestly, we we could ta- we should tap in. Dude, my dad called me. He was like, he was like, all right, when's opening night? I told him I was like, it's the Knicks on a Wednesday. He was like, shit, I'm gonna be in Florida. He was like, I get back Sunday. What's that first game? Like weekday. I was like Monday against the Nets. And I was like, bro, tickets are gonna be outrageous. With, yeah. Everyone's gonna want to see like what the hell Ben Simmons is gonna be there. He was like, I think we might go to that. <laughs> so I'm not selling anything yet. But I am going to put out on my YouTube story. If y'all want to meet up, whatever, you know, just chit-chat about basketball, dude. I'm, I cannot wait, man. Facts. And we would same, love to meet if people. we can get yeah. magic tickets for cheap, I just don't – I think Paolo is going to be a little expensive. I'm down to like, – But that's preseason, How much are you willing it? to pay? How much isn't it preseason? It's preseason. Well, let's look right now. I'd probably pay – Yeah, I'd yeah, pull pay, that shit up right now. I'd probably now. pay 15 to 20 bucks. I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm good with that. So I don't know Bro, how much I'm it'll be. That. So I'm kind of – split parking. Yeah. We broke his shit over here, even though we in a – I wish we were on 4K, but <laughs> we're in 1080p over here. Let's see. Let's see. Memphis Grizzlies. Preseason Magic ten from $10. Preseason Heat is from $11. Okay, all right. Yeah, these are talking about the rafters. You know where we want to sit, dog. Oh, no. 63 bucks for well, row the, S. Look, look at the corners, man. Look at the corners. 41. Uh, 40. 34. Still all right, let's go up a little bit. 30, 31. Sorry. I'm not sitting close. I'm not sitting <laughs> no, we're not sitting close. So we'll think about it. We'll let y'all know if we're going to be there. <laughs> yeah. I'm, we're not going to be there. I'm not sitting club. I'd sit club for a playoff game. That's fair. I'm not sitting club for to watch John Moran play one quarter. You know? Whatever. Let me see that price, Danny. That's for the Nets. I told you. She was going to be wild. Oh my I hope he's not bullshitting me because I've done got my hopes up. I bet you have. You know, I've already been thinking of like a Nets Media Day. What a exactly want to be like absolutely. By the way, look, Cooper and I we have a tendency we don't drink at any of the games because we actually want to enjoy, enjoy the game, enjoy the basketball. But even though alcohol is not flowing, we feel you know a need to shout some things. Um, do you want to go into who like we kind of you know bragged on the most? Because I'm trying to think who we did. We went to Minnesota and Detroit together last year. Minnesota was 1,000%. Uh, was it Cat? I think it was Cat. It was we were Kat. screaming foul. Yeah. Foul! Uh, yeah, it's definitely Cat. Thank Min- God that was before we in Minnesota now. Yeah. We've been barking. Detroit, I feel like it was It was one Kelly guy. Olenek. No, it, was, it wasn't Kelly Olenek. Was it not? No, it was. Uh, we kept calling K. We kept ragging K, just calling him. Rook well, and we shit. made fun of everybody but Isaiah Stewart because we didn't want him coming in the stands. Yes, yeah, that's where it head. was. Detroit, because we were up by so much, and that was a game. Uh, the white kid came in and hit a bunch of threes. Uh, oh, uh, we, we this guy we signed on a ten day. Matthias, Dakota Matha- Matthias, Dakota Matthias. We were like. Falling out of our chairs yes. when Dakota Mahias checked in and had a great game, but yeah, Detroit were right on everyone, and that was a week after Isaiah Stewart like punched LeBron, LeBron James in the face and yeah. then like threw across the court, and we kept yelling Isaiah. We, we, we didn't, will not say, we didn't say shit to anybody we will not else. Mess with you. Then we proceeded to go in on Killian Hayes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's a great way to wrap this Grizz talk. It was fun doing it in person, bro. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I gripped this. I like this. <laughs> um, but. All of our other pods are in person besides Grizzog. We just like that, doing that over Zoom with the overlay and everything. It's pretty tight. So, yeah, man. And I'll say, you, always, you, you already come over here twice a week. I'm not. Gas is expensive right Gas now. Gas is expensive. Especially when you come out to 10 too with no signal out here, man. 
I hate to brag you, drag you out here. Shout out Piperton. Shout yeah, out Memphis. Shout out Piperton. Big Memphis. I like the new slogan. Coop, I hope you have a great night, my friend. Yes, sir. You too. Go Grizz. <laughs>